Daf Kuf Zayin, the beginning of the thirteenth parak. So, so the Mishnah is describing Miun, which again Miun is if uh, it was Chazal's way. If uh, a girl is married off under bar, bat mitzvah by her brothers or her mother, it's a rabbinic marriage, and Chazal wanted to give her an option. So Miun is a way of annulling. Armish is dealing with the parameters. When could you do Mian? How often could you do Mian? It's annulling the marriage. It's not a divorce. It, it annuls it retroactively. Very uncommon today, obviously. No, it's impossible. It doesn't, right. doesn't, uh, doesn't happen at all today. It has to be under bat mitzvah, but she's married off by her brothers right. or her mother. Because if she was married off by her father, that's a biblical marriage. Because the assumption was the father had the best intention. The brothers and the mother, not as much. For whatever reason, that, that, was, that, that was... I think with the mother, the concern was that because she lost her husband, she's more worried about finances than anything else. Yeah. So she's just uh, getting, getting the daughter, uh, giving the daughter away to someone who will financially provide for her, but it won't necessarily be the healthiest thing. So because it's a rabbinic marriage, Chazal allowed her to annul it. So the question is, when does Mian apply? So says the Mishnah, Beishamai feels you can only do Mian before, after Kedushin, not after Nesuin. Now, Nesuin is Chuppah. After Chuppah, that's it. It's not Shaykh to do Mian anymore. So the, the girl can only do, do Mian after Kedushin. We'll see why in the Gemara. Beisel Beisel disagrees. You could do mian after erusin, after kedushin, after marriage. As long as you're under bar mitzvah, you could do mian. Beisham oimim bibal v'loy biyavam. Beisel oimim bibal ubiyavam. Beisham feels that mian is only possible when the husband's alive. Once the husband dies and she falls to do yibam, she can't do mian anymore. So she has to wait to become an adult and do chalitza if she's not interested in him. Basil says, no, you could do me into the Yavim. Turn to the Yavim and say, I'm not interested in you. And the Gemara will explain what, it, what, does, what does that do? Does that, does that make her that she's free? Does it make it that she still needs Chalitza when she's older? But we'll see exactly the parameters of what Mian does by the Yavim. Beishamai says, Mian has to be done in front of the husband. The husband, she can't go to the Bezdin at night, you know, run to the Bezdin when the husband's out of town and just do me in. Beishamai feels you can't. Beishamai says, yes, you can. Beishamai says, me and has to be done in front of Bezdin. And Beishamai says, no, it could be done in front of Bezdin, not in front of Bezdin, in front of uh, three people. It doesn't have to be a Bezdin. We'll see exactly what this means. Beis Hillel feels that a woman could do me in four or five times, right? She does me into one, marries someone else, does me into him. Me and is possible as long as she's on the bar mitzvah, it can be done as many times. Beis says, Beis says, Jewish women are not hefker, that she's just annulling, annulling marriages left and right, and she's getting married, you know, this is ridiculous. It's not, that's not a way to treat a person. Meaning by allowing the other side, so it's like the men can't do things to No, but the point is according to Beis Hillel, she could do me in four or five times. Beishami believes that that's, that's making her into a mockery. She marries him, she's like, I don't like him, no, no. Marries him, I don't like him, no. Marries, she, by the time she's 12, she's married 10 times. It's a, it's a joke. So it says Beishami once. That's it. Meaning, if she does me in, she can no longer do me in again. So if she doesn't want to do me in anymore, then she should not get married a second time. Huh? No, once once she does me in once, I don't think I have to check. I don't believe 
I don't know if they could force... First of all, they can't force her to get married. For the record, also, we're going to see in the next Mishnah. This marriage under Bat Mitzvah, the father has the right, but the brothers and the mother do not have the right to force her to get married. It means she thought it was a good idea. Then she realized, not a good idea. But in this case, the father's out of the picture, though. Correct. So my so. point is, so this is obviously her zone, and therefore she's allowed to annul the marriage once. So according to Beishamai, once she annuls it once, she's got to either marry fully now, so she can't do mian according to Beishamai, or wait till she's bat mitzvah. But that's it. There's no, there's no multiple mians. That's it. It's not, it's, not, it's not something that we do more than once. If the father's out of the picture, yeah. uh, does the, do the brothers, one of the, let's say the oldest brother, does he have a right to, uh, to take over for what... Uh, out of the picture means the father's dead? Yeah. Rabbinically. Yeah. They have the rabbinic power, not, not biblical power under any circumstance. So let's see. Okay, so now we've got to start with the Gemara to try to figure out why is it that Beishamai is against doing Mion after Nisuin? And again, it's important to realize Nisuin could be multiple things. Like at the Chuppah, I wrote about this in the Sefer, we do about six things. I want to say six. We do... F- uh, three, th- let's say three things at the wedding to imply kedu- Nisuin. Right? Kedushin is the ring. What's Nisuin? So there's many opinions amongst the Rishonim. There's different methods of Nisuin. We try to do as many as we can. Obviously, Nisuin could be living together, but we don't do that at the wedding. But Nisuin could be the chuppah. We have a chuppah. Nisuin could be clothing the kala, which is the badekin. Ashkenazim do that. The Nisuin could be the yichud room, which Ashkenazim do. It could, it could be multiple. It could be walking her down the aisle, giving her over to the chassan. There's multiple options. Any of those, Beishamai feels you cannot do me in after. And we've got to try to figure out why. Right? That means she goes down the chuppah, she enters the chuppah, can't do me in anymore. She goes to the yichurum, can't do me in anymore. Live together, can't do me in anymore. Why? So there's four explanations. Let's go through each one. Am Shmuel, my time to Beishamai. What's Beishamai's reasoning about that you cannot do me in after Nisuin? If you ain't tenai bin Nisuin, we in Nisuin Nisuin. Here's the answer. Um, we said this yesterday. If you make a stipulation by Kedushin, right? And the stipulation is not met. Is the Kedushin bottle? Yes. What if you make a stipulation? Let me ask you a question. You ever heard of such a thing? Let's say you tell um, the Chas and the Kala get together. They get engaged. He gives her the ring and he says, I want this Kedushin to be Chal. On Kedushin, we go to Florida every single summer for the next 20 years. Ten years later, they don't go to Florida. Do you think the marriage is, is would, would it make sense to you that the marriage should be annulled? No. Of course not. Why? At a certain point, yeah. the halacha is, whatever tanai existed, once they live together, the tanayim go away. Because we assume, due to the, due to the closeness of their relationship, they're moichel. Once they live together one time? Or a year? One time. The, it's moichel on all tanayim. Meaning, whenever there's a concept that you made a stipulation on the Kedushin, the stipulation was not met, the Kedushin is annulled, or, or, or retroactively, that concept of tanai only exists up to living together. Once they live together, the Tanayim are gone. Because we assume the closeness and the interest of being together, they're moichel. That's the concept. called Ein Tanayi bin It's Ein Tanayi bin So here's the deal. The reason why Beishamai does not want to do a Mion after Nesuin is because why is the Mion working? Because it's a child and all these halachas. People are not going to know that. They're going to see them 
living together, and then all of a sudden they're, they're not married anymore, without a get. And what are people going to say? Oh, it must be, there was a stipulation, there's a tenai, and you see that a tenai can, be, uh, can continue after Nesuin. Meaning, so, the concept is like this, if you made a tenai, then when you live together, the tenai are automatically gone. But if you allow them to annul after that by Mian, they're going to think it's not because of Mian, it's because of Tanayim. And they're going to say, oh, Vais the Chayis, Tanay does exist after living together. That's why you can't do Mian after living together. The Gemara says, well, what about, fine, that explains why you can't do Mian after living together. What about the Chuppah? Right? You can't do Mian after the Chuppah either. What are you going to say? What's the, what's the, what's the Pshat then? The Gemara says, Same answer. The same way when you live together, the Tanoim are gone because of that closeness. You're Moichel, so too does the Chuppah. When the Chasan and Kal see each other by the Chuppah, the Tanoim are gone. It's the same thing. We don't want to allow Mion after the Chuppah because it's not, people are going to think that the marriage was annulled because there was a Tanai that wasn't met, not realizing that it's actually Mion. Okay? What if instead of chuppah, or instead of the, the living together, they had that the husband gave over the kala to the shluchim, to walk to shul? The halacha is that if the husband, if the father gives over, the father, the brothers, whatever it is, if the father gives over, um, if the father gives over the, the kala to the shluche habal, yeah, if she starts walking like Rivka with Eliezer, She's already, you can't do, you can't do Mian anymore. Well, why? If the whole reason why you don't do Mian is because the Tanoim are gone at that point. But, but I don't understand. Why are the Tanoim gone at that point? I understand why the Tanoim are gone when you live together, because the closest to live together, you're Meichel. I understand why the Tanoim are gone by the Chuppah. The nicest of the Chuppah, you're Meichel. But why is it that, that, that when you give over, when she's walking with the, the Shluchim of the husband, all of a sudden she can't do Mian anymore because the Tanoim are gone? Why are the Tanoim gone? The answer is like plug rabbanon. The answer is you're right. That that form of nisuin would not make sense. But they wanted to just make a rule that you can't do me in after nisuin because of the multiple other forms of nisuin. So that's the reason. So in summation, the reason, the first reason why Beishamai does not believe you could do mian after nisuin is because after nisuin tenayim no longer matter because you're moichel on the tenai. And if we allow you to do mian, people are going to think that the marriage was annulled not because of mian but because of the tenayim. So what does Beis Hillel respond to that? Because they feel you could do mian. He says, He says, everyone knows that a, a marriage of a child is rabbinic. Therefore, if they see her walking around without a get, they're not going to think, oh, there must have been a tonight. No, they're going to know me. Meaning, the whole concern is that people are not going to know why the marriage ended. Did the marriage end because of me or did the marriage end because there was no tonight by the marriage? The answer is, everyone knows that it has nothing to do with tonight. Everyone knows it has to do with me. Okay. That's reason number one. Fine. Reason number two. Let me ask you a question. According to Beis Hillel, yeah, you have this man, the guy could be 13, she could be 11, yeah? So they, they, they live together four or five times, yeah? Four or five times they live together, and, and then um, she does meon. So, uh, gone, annulled, everything retroactive. Beis Shammai, according to Beis Hillel, though. According to Beis Hillel, retroactively, they're, they're nothing. So what happened to all the times they lived together? It's, I guess, Znus. Not Znus that no one will have a Taina. Chazal, right? If they remove the Kedushin, then it's just boyfriend-girlfriend. No, no one will have a Taina on that. Chazal were doing this. 
But that's what happens. So says Beishamah, the reason why we don't want to allow Miyun after marriage is because if you tell a guy, hey, you're going to get married to her, but there's a chance that she'll do Miyun, and then retroactively, or you, or, this is what the guy hears, the young yeshiva bacher. He says, hey, you're going to get married to this girl, but if she wants to do Miyun, even after you live together, retroactive. And the yeshiva bacher says, so what happens all the times we live together? Znos, I'm not, I'm not, I'm out. Meaning a bacher here is znos, he doesn't, even though it's not znos as in, you understand, it's not the type of znos that you'll be punished in Shemayim, but uh, here's Nus. So says Veshama, we don't want to allow me an after Nesuin, because if you allow me an after Nesuin, no one's going to get married to a Katana, because they're going to say, well, why should I potentially ever come into Znus? So the Gemara says, okay. So what about Chopa? So why is it that after the Chopa, why is that after the Chopa you can't do me in? If the reason why you can't do me in, the second reason for Veshama, you can't do me in because. If people hear that they're me and they're going to think that it's it's nos and they don't want to deal with nos, so what about the chuppah? Why can't you do me in after the chuppah? Right? You can't do me in after marriage because then it's going to be nos retroactively. They don't want to deal with nos. So what about the chuppah? You can't do me in after the chuppah either. Why? What's the what? You tell yeshiva bacher, you know, if you do me in after chuppah, then the chuppah was a waste of time. So what? So what's the problem? The answer is to have a chuppah surah. because you know what the chuppah meant then. You know what a chuppah is. What's the difference between a Jewish chuppah and a Goyish chuppah? Or a Jewish chuppah and, uh, you know, whatever. A Jewish chuppah is beautiful because it's leading towards a mitzvah. Now, if you were to strip that away, imagine if a guy and a girl decides they're living together. And they make a chuppah and celebrate all their friends to celebrate them deciding to live together. Would anyone go to such a chuppah? No, that's, that's disgusting. That's, that's reprehensible. So says the Gemara, the reason why we don't want to allow me and after chuppah is because you tell the yeshiva bacher, you know, you get married to this katana, okay, and if you live together, it'll be znos, I'm out. No, no, fine, fine, fine. Forget about living together. If you do chuppah, you, then retroactively, he'll say, so what was the chuppah retroactively then? It was a party to celebrate that we're going to live together. I'm out. If you strip away retroactively, then even the chuppah is not holy anymore. Even the chuppah is just a party to celebrate with your friends that you're going to start living with this girl. So... True, but that's the point. Meaning, according to Heshamite, the reason why we don't want to allow Mian after, after Nesuin is because retroactively, if you strip away the holiness, it turns into a pretty disgusting, a pretty low thing, and no one's going to want to deal with that. So no one's going to want to marry Katanas. So in order to incentivize marry Katanas, we don't want to do that. Classic reason. After living together, you can't do Mian. Why? Because then, then it turns out it's Nus. Why would anyone want to go into a situation that could be retroactive as Nus? That's Beishama is Shita. I what about Masilish Shulchabal? Loy plug Rabban, the same thing. It's Loy plug. You're right. That one doesn't apply, but we need to keep it uniform. So why is Beis Hill not bothered by this? Again, Beishama, the second reason holds you can't do me in after after Nisuin because retroactively it'll make it Znus, and no one would go into a situation where retroactively it'll be Znus. So it says Beis Hillel, Kivan de Bilasa, Kivan de Ika Kedushin, Uksuva, Leosalamema, the Bilasa Bilasnus. Beis Hillel says people are smarter than that. What is Znus? Znus is a guy and a girl live together. Do you think this is the same? What's the situation here? You have a guy who sits with Rabbonim, the Rabbonim Rosh Hashivas, and they say, you know, and they walk down, Masada Kedushin, and Ksuva, and all these things. Full holiness, Sheva Brachas. They live together. And then, two months later, she wants to annul the marriage. And retroactively, how do we look at it? Yeah, we talk a look at it as nos. But do you think that's the type of nos that would scare someone off? Do you think that that's actually nos that you'll be punished for? Of course not. It's a ter- we're calling it nos, but it's not actually nos. It's not. It's that 
it's that they've sort of stripped away the Kedushin. But no one, you're not getting struck by lightning. So says Basil, what are you afraid of? That if someone hears Nus, they're not going to want to get married to Katana if you allow me in? They're smarter than that. They understand what type of Nus is it. It's retroactively. It's not, it was done with Kedusha. The answer is, okay, it's, it's a glitch. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crack in the system. But no one will actually think that it's actual Nus enough to scare them away. So therefore, Beis Shammai feels that, Beis Hillel feels that it's not a concern. Reason number three of why Beis Shammai does not um, allow Mion after Nesuin. Rav Papa Amr, time of the Beis Shammai Shemperi, time of the Beis Hillel Shemperi. This is interesting. Rav Papa, it's actually a very interesting perspective. Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel are both arguing what's best for this girl. What, 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 what will, um, what will her, the husband's mindset be if we allow Mion? Here's the deal. One of the rights that the husband gets when he goes into the marriage is called nichse malug. Nichse malug means you get the rights to use to, to eat the paris off her property, right? It's the it's the rights of the gains and the you could use her items, but you can't destroy it. Says Beishamai, time the Beishamai shemperi yomer nesuah timoyin shamiv alchulimino soif soif lemekviv kaima. Beishamai says if we allow me and after nesuah, you know what's going to happen? The guy's going to take advantage of all her property. <clears throat> He's going to spend all her money. He's going to start using all her items. Why? Because he's going to say, she's going to get out anyway. Why? Like, like, at, like when you start a marriage that you know the husband can end and he knows that it's going to last a long time because he's in it and he's invested, he's not going to take advantage of her property. He's not going to eat all the fruit off her property. He's not going to do all that. But says Beishama, if we allow me and you know what's going to happen, he's going to go nuts. He's going to have a party. He's going to spend all her property. He's going to spend all her money. And when they're going to say, what are you doing? You gotta, he's going to say, she's going to leave in a minute anyway. Like, well, Might as well do it now. So that's Beishamai's take of why we don't allow me in because it's to protect her property. Beishel has the exact opposite shita. Beishel says, Beishel says the opposite. If because she could do me in, then he's going to take care of her property better. Why? Because he knows that if he doesn't treat her nicely... Her relatives are just going to say, do me and meaning she's got that Mian card. So Beishamai feels that the Mian after Nisuan will be detrimental for her marriage because he knows that she could end at any time. So he's just going to be like, let's go, uh, go on a rave because the whole thing could end any moment. You know, live free because tomorrow you'll die. Beishamai is the opposite. He says, no, because she could end it. And she knows that. And she probably could tell the husband, hey, careful. I could end this marriage right now. So he's actually going to be on better behavior. I guess it depends on. They're arguing about the psyche of people. Fine. No, people. no, there's definitely no trust in this marriage. So the Gemara continues. To be fair, she's 11. So the Gemara continues. Rava Omar, Hainu Taimid the Beishamai, She'ein Adam Tarech Besudam Afsida. Beishamai says very simple. The reason why we don't want to allow me an after marriage is you know how expensive. What was the line I, I, I heard uh, from? Uh, uh, it was that movie. What was it? Um, Father the Bride. My father used to like that. They used to tell me that the line was that a, a wedding is like bri- buying a brand new Lexus, driving it to the hall, and leaving it there. So uh, it's a very expensive thing. Why would anyone get married if they know that she could just do me on and annul it? Like so, Beishami says, very simple. If you know, if me is an option after Nisu, and no one's going to get married, why? Because why would I spend fifty, seventy thousand dollars when a week later she could be like, well, that never happened. Well, why would I do that? And Beis Hill responds. Basil says, no, they want to get married. If they love each other, then that will override. 
Meaning, Beis Hillel says their, their interest for them to get married, they're not worried. They'll spend the money. <laughs> They'll spend the money. By the way, every, 50, Goyim, it's I think 50%. I don't know what it's like on Jews with divorce rate, but I think it's, it's right that it's, it's, that the divorce rate is going up amongst... But it's not 50. No, it's like, let's say 10%. I don't know. From Jews. It's going up, but it's not. It's not good. Goyim, I think it's 50%. Why do Goyim ever get married? Right, 50% of it's going to be wasted up. The answer is, right now, they're not worried about that. Right now, they want to get married. They love each other. Same thing over here. They still says, let her do me an after Nisu, and what are you afraid of? No one's going to get married, they'll get married. They're, they're interested in getting married, they'll get married. They're not going to worry about me. Me is like divorce. They're not going to worry about that. Okay. Vaiter, we had a machloikis between Besham and Besilel, whether Mian could be done for the Yavam, or only for the husband. So, Let's go, Beishami says nothing, right? There's no Mian for the Yavim. Let's go to Beis Hillel. Beis Hillel holds you could do Mian for the Yavim. The question is, what does that mean? That means that the Yavim, right, the husband dies, she falls to the Yivam, she has to do either Yivam or Chalitza. Okay. Are there children here? Um, hold on. So she has to either do Yivam or Chalitza. Um... What is happening? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. You sounded so clear. Um, yeah, so, so the, the, according to Beishamai, according to Beishamai, uh, the husband dies, she has to just do Yibam or Chalitza. She, she can't, there's no choice of, of Mion. It's too late. Beishel says, no, she could do Mion. The question is, what, what does that mean she could do Mion? So the Gemara says, Amr Rav says, she can't do Mion at that point to make her free. Right? She's fall to Yibam. The husband died. She was married to Ruven. Ruven dies. Now she falls to Shimon. She's either got to do Yibam or Chalitza. Those are choices. Says Basil, she could do Mion. No, no. She can't do Mion now and go free. She can't undo the marriage to that extent. So what does it mean she could do Mion? If Shimon does Mimer, does Kedushin, right? We've said before that if Shimon does Maimer, if you remember, once the Yavim does Maimer, Chalitz is not enough, you need to get also, because people saw Kedushin they need to get, that she could do Mian to remove the Maimer. But she can't do Mian, meaning it's not like Yivim Chalitz or Mian. No, 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 no. It's Yivim Chalitz. Mian helps if there was a Maimer, it erases the Maimer. But it doesn't erase the Zika. That's a Ravoshia's take. Then says the Gemara, no. We'll get to it in a second. My time, Why is it that Mion will work for a Mimer, but not for Zika? So, Mimer de Medaita Matze Okra. Zika de Balkar Choloi Matze Okra. The Gemara says, first attempt is Mimer was optional, so she could remove something optional. Zika is against your will. The Gemara says, that doesn't work. I'll tell you why. Bia de Balkar Go to the next page. Umatze Akara. Um. Yeah, let me ask you a question. If a, can a, a man do yibam bal karcha? Yes, yibam works bal karcha. If he does yibam bal karcha, could she do mian according to Beisel and go free? Yeah, they may not be able to remove zika, but it could remove a marriage. So you can't remove maimer. It could only remove maimer because that's optional. They can't remove zika because that's against your will. It can remove the marriage itself, which is against the will. So Gemara says, okay, you're right. Slight change. The answer is, Maimer will, a Mion works for any man-made decision. 
It removes Maimer, which is man-made. It removes marriages, which is man-made. It does not remove Zika, which is God-made. Okay, fine. Now, so, Rav Oishia's take is that if a woman does Mion to the Yavam, it does not remove him. It removes Maimer, but you still need Yibam or Chalitza. So if you turn to the Yavam, and, 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 and if the woman turns to the Yavam, the 11-year-old, and says, I'm, I'm out, I'm not interested in you, I'm out. It doesn't make him go away. It just makes it that if he did a mimer, the mimer is erased. But you still need Yibam or Chalitza. Meaning Chalitza, obviously. She's not interested in Yibam. So when she gets older, do Chalitza. Ula Omar, he disagrees. Ula says, no. If she does Mion, it's gone. He goes away. Bye-bye. Why? Mion annuls things. If you turn to the Yavam and you say, I'm not interested in you, in Ula's perspective, it's as if you went to the first husband and said, I'm not interested in you. Meaning it retroactively removes the first marriage. So that, that's, what, that's how Ula looks at it. It doesn't matter who she's, it's not like, you know, the husband's dead. It's not like she's going to the cemetery. She's turning to the Yavam and saying, I'm not interested in you. By doing that, in Ula's mind, it not only undoes that relationship, it undoes her first marriage. In which case... There is no Zika. That's Ula's perspective. My time in because she removed the first marriage. Okay. Now here's the Kasha. According to Ula, this is Tama Kasha. According to Ula, if you do Mion, we actually have this, uh, I think, on Daf Yud, yeah, Daf Yud Gimel. Um, if you do Mion according to Ula, to the Yavam, Yavam's gone. Bye bye. It removes her, literally, it's as if she's like removed from all marriages. Poof, she's gone. So let me ask you a question. We had this in the first Mishnah. The whole first Mishnah was based on a premise. You have two women fall to Yivam. One's a regular woman and one's an erva. So the halach is you can't do Yivam on the erva. You can't do Yivam on the tsara either, right? The tsara and the erva are both exempt. So the Mishnah said, what if the erva is 11 years old? So the halach is you do chalitza. It's a rabbinic marriage, so she's not going to exempt the co-wife, but it's a rabbinic marriage, so the co-wife's not going to do Yibam. Let me ask you a question. Why don't we just have the erva do Mion? Have her do Mion. If you're telling me Mion's a legit option, according to Rabbi Yishia, Mion doesn't remove the Zika, just removes the Mimer. But, so it doesn't help. But according to Ula, if you do Mion, it's as if you're like erased from the history books. So why doesn't the erva, so you have two women that fall to Yibam, one's the daughter and one's a co-wife. The daughter's 11. So we say the co-wife does chalitza. Why? Have the daughter do miyun. Bye-bye. She's never here. And then the co-wife was never a co-wife. She was the lone wife. And now the co-wife can, can do yibum. Just do miyun, and that will erase the history books retroactively. And then you could do yibum. So why are you telling me that when the co-wife of an erva is 11 years old, she does chalitza? Why? Have the erva just do miyun. Poof. And then the co-wife can do uh, yibum if she wants. It's an option. So the Gemara says... Uh, so why don't you do that? The answer is Tsaras Erva Shani. I'll tell you a very simple outside and we'll see it inside. What do you want us to do? You have two women that fall to Yibam. One's a daughter who's eleven, and one's an adult woman. So you want the eleven year old to do Mion, poof, she's gone. And then the co-wife can do Yibam. You want to know why that's a bad idea? Conceptually, it'll work. You want to know why it's a bad idea? People are not going to know about the Mian part. They're just going to see the co-wife of an erva doing Yibam. That's why. Meaning, in people's minds, 
once a woman falls to Yibam, the process already started because they've heard of Zika, whatever. So if they see a woman do Mion, what they're going to see is two women fall to Yibam, one's a daughter, one's a co-wife, and the co-wife did Yibam. That's all they're going to see. They're not going to understand the nuance of Mion, that it retroactively erased. They're just going to be like, oh, all right, I guess the co-wife can do Yibam. Cool. They're not going to understand that. So it's therefore, because optically it's a bad look, and it could lead to confusion, we don't allow it. Even though conceptually, Mian would make it doable. We're not going to allow it. The Gemara says, Saras Ervashani, it's a different situation. Why? I'll prove it to you. Here's the halacha. You marry a woman... Can that woman marry your father? No. Ever? No. It's part of the Ervis. Your husband's father is off limits, even after divorce or death. <clears throat> what if a woman did Mion? Right? You marry a woman, she's 11 years old, and then she does Mion. So poof, she was never married to you. She's allowed to marry their father. Because he's not her father in law, they were never married. But if her husband dies and she falls to Yibum, and then does Mion, she cannot marry the father. Why? It's literally the same thing. You're retroactively, poof, what's the difference? Differences in people's minds, you're the daughter-in-law. In people's minds, once you fall to Yibam, in people's minds, you're already connected. And people are not going to understand. They, they understand Mion to a limited extent. They're not going to understand Mion when it comes to the context of Yibam. So therefore, because of that, that's the same reason why we will not allow Yibam to erase the co-wife of an erva. Okay. Weiter. Let's assume uh, a couple lines, uh, not too complicated. Um, yeah, here's. Let's assume that Mion doesn't erase poof. Let's go with Rav Oishi's approach. That Mion just removes a mimer. Yeah. So, so here's the deal. You have a yavam. The yavam does kedushin, and she's like, I'm out. So the Mion erases the kedushin, and then you just do yibam chalitza. Let me ask you a question. What if there's two yavams? Yeah. One of them gives a mimer, and then she does mion. Does the mion? Could she do yibum to the other one now? Generally, you see, if you give a get, if one brother gives her a get, she's off limits to all of them. Usually, once one tries and strikes out, we kind of cancel all the brothers. The question is, if she did mion to one brother, could she do yibum to the other, or is that her way of saying? Meaning, is it rejecting just that one, or is it rejecting the gans mishpacha? That's the shaila. Assuming it's not a poof, it just it, it's erasing mimer. So the question is like, is it like just erasing the mimer, or is it like a get? Is it like her way of giving him a get? In which case, she would sort of be rejecting the whole family. That's the gemara shaila. The gemara says, Amarav miyena bezu asur Once she gives me into one, she can't marry even to the other. Mide hava bailas get. It's like a, a, one brother gives her a get. Bailas get lav kiven de itzur lechad leitzur lekule. Once one brother gives her a get. Then she can't uh, she can't do even to all the brothers. So once she does me into one brother, all the brothers are out. Shmuel disagrees. Shmuel says no. No, Mion just means that that brother is out. You can do even to the other. Why? It's not comparable to the get. Why? The get. Who's giving her the get? The man is giving her the get. When one brother gives her the get, that's her way of being rejected by the whole family. Over here, she's the one giving out the Mion. That's her way of saying, I'm not interested in you. 
but maybe the other brothers I'm not necessarily rejecting. Bailas get. Bailas get. Who did kaavid hacha? He kaavid over here. She's doing it. The amr leiru inabach. Leitz sevinabach. That's her way of saying I'm not interested in this brother. Who the leiru inabach? Perhaps she's interested in the other brother. All she's saying is that she's not interested in one brother. We don't know that she's not interested in any brother. Therefore, if she does mean to one, she could do yim to the other. Ravasi takes it a step further. He holds like Ravashiya Mamish, and that is, according to Ravashiya, Mion does not remove the Zika, it just removes a Mimer. You know what that means? You could do Mion to that guy and then change your mind a day later and marry him. Right? Think about it. You're the yum. You you give me mimer. I do me into you. So I erase the mimer. That's all it did. But now we're back to status quo. I could, we could decide a day later to reconcile, and we could do yibum. Why not? What's yeah? Because the mean is not a get. Oh, maybe the question is, does it mean a get? That's interesting. Shayla. I don't know. But the point is, you could you potentially you could do yibum because the mean did not remove the zika at all. It just removed the mimer. So okay, so now we're back to we're back basically we went back in time before I did the mimer. Okay, mean is still an option. So that's her, that's her, who's this Ravasi? Ravasi says, Mean of Zemateras Afloi, Lemek Ravoshia. Oh, it must be holds like Ravoshia. Dama Eina Menes Lizikase. The answer is, Bechad Yavam Hachanami the Matsi Akra. Hachab Shnei Yavam and Askin the Inmi and Lachatsi Azika. The answer is, Ravasi doesn't necessarily agree with Ravoshia fully. It could be that Ravasi um, disagrees with Ravoshia when there's one Yavam. It could be that he holds when there's one Yavam, you could remove the Zika, but when there's two Yavamin, you can't remove the Zika from both, in which case, that's why he agrees with Ravoshia when there's two Yavamin. Okay. Ravyechanan's take is that if you deem me into one, you're a mutter to the other brothers. But the Chacham did not agree with him. This is not like Rav, it's not like Ravoshi, and it's not like Ravasi. Okay. The rest of the office is, is fairly easy. Okay. Um, Beishamai feels you could only do Mion in front of the husband. If the husband's not present, you can't do Mion. Beishamai says you could do a Befana of Shaloi Befana. Okay. Tanya, Amrlehen, Beishamai, Beishamai said to Beishamai, Haloi Pishan HaGomel, Mion HaIshto Shaloi Befana. Pishan HaGomel was the guy named Pishan. He was the camel driver. He was a lowlife. It's clear he was not a good dude. And... They allowed the wife to do Mion not in his presence. So says Beis Hillel, it must be, you're wrong. Rabbi Shammai says you could only do Mion in front of the husband. Beis Hillel says, nah, in front of the husband if he's not around. By the way, if you actually think about it, it's a, it's a, I was talking to my father about this last night. Listen, the, 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 Baruch Hashem, the world has evolved that we don't do this anymore, this underage thing. I would actually assume Mion probably happened more often not in front of the husband. Because she probably was afraid of him or, or didn't trust him, and she ran to her family and said, I want out. So, Basil is saying, it's Befanov Shalei Befanov, which makes sense. Beishamah says, no, only in front of him. They said, I, Pishon HaGamal, they did me unto his wife. They took, they accepted his wife's mean when he wasn't there, when he was out of town. So, what are you talking? So, the Gemara says, Amal Beishamah, Basil, Pishon HaGamal, B'midah Kfusha Madad, L'fikach Madad, L'midah Kfusha. Um, they, they say, uh, Pishan Agama was different. Because he was crooked, we treated him crookedly. Meaning, Pishan Agama was not a classic case of Mion. This is a guy who is specifically destroying her property. You see, Nechse uh, Malug means you're allowed the produce of the property. So let's say with an actual field. 
that would mean that you could eat the fruit. You can't touch the land. Pishanagama was destroying her land. He was acting reprehensible as a husband. Literally, I'm not talking about other things. He was literally destroying her land. So Chazal, so Beishamai said, we penalized him and we accepted me and not in his presence. But normally, it has to be in front of the husband. Pishanagama was an exception. Because he was destroying her property and he was acting inappropriate, so we acted inappropriate with him. So Gemara just says, wait, wait a minute. Um, quick thing. What was he doing inappropriate? He was destroying her property, her nechse melug. You only get nechse melug after nesuin. I thought Bishamai says you can't do miyun after nesuin. That's like, ooh, gotcha. Wait, you, can only, you only get nechse melug after nesuin. So you're saying the reason why they accepted a miyun is because he was acting inappropriate with the nechse melug. Why is he having nechse melug? Because it's after nesuin, then why are they doing miyun? The Gemara says, Achal peri, the answer is they, 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 they were crooked with him double meaning you're right normally Beishamai feels you can't do me and not in front of the husband normally Beishamai feels you can't do me and after Nisun Pishan HaGamol upset Beishamai to such an extent that they accepted the me and not in front of him and they accepted the me and after Nisun you're right this is the exception they, they treated him doubly crooked okay fine Beishamai says it has to be in front of Bezdin. Beishil feels that Mion could be done not in front of Bezdin. So the, the Gemara clarifies. The, the Mishnah in the beginning of Sanhedrin says Mion has to be done in front of three, and Chalitza has to be done in front of three. So Mantana, who is the author? Amrab Beishamai must be Shamai, because Beishamai says you need a Bezdin for Mion. Beishil feels you don't need a Bezdin for Mion. The Gemara says no. Abaya Amara Filu Tame Basil Ad Kanakar Basil Ella Dulebi in a mumchin. Abashloisha be in. The answer is when Beshame says you need a bezin, Basil says you don't you don't need a bezin, so what do you need? Two? One? And he says, no, no, no. Everyone agrees you need three people. The Machlaikas is do you need three rabbonim? Beshame, when they said bezin, they mean three rabbonim. Basil says you don't need three bezdin, meaning you need three, but not a dayonim. So it could be this Mishnah in the beginning of Sanhedrin that says Khalid said me and you need three. It's according to everybody. It doesn't say three Rabbonim, meaning even Beis Hillel who said non-Bezdin doesn't mean you don't need three. It just means the three doesn't have to be big Tami Dechacham. As the Mishnah says, You need three for Chalitz and Mian. They all choose enough. And the Halacha follows that opinion. We have different versions. Fine. Weiter. Beishamai Mtimoyim. Last part before the Mishnah. Beishamai feels, Beishel feels that you could do me in 10, 15 times. She could do me in as many times as she wants before she's bat mitzvah. Beishamai says, no, that, that, that you're making Beishel Hefker. Rather, what is the Lashen? Memenes. She does me in. Umamtenes ad shetagdil. And then she waits till she gets older. Vitimoyim vitinase. Then she does me in again. What, what, I don't understand. Mamenes, she does miyun when she's 11. Mamtenes at Chitagil, she waits till she gets older. And now she's 13, 14, 15. Vitimoin, then she does miyun, then she gets married. Why, what is, why, why, why are we doing miyun a second time? I don't understand. Why are we doing miyun a second time? So the Gemara says, Kasha, why is she doing miyun a second time? So the Gemara says, Amr Shmuel. Shmuel says, no, 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 this is the process. She does me in once, 
she becomes bar mitzvah, then she has to say, I officially am happy about my decision. Like you ever have it with a kid that become, converts? If you convert a child under bar mitzvah, then when they get to bar mitzvah, they have to ask them, Reitza, are you happy about your decision? By the way, they practice, they don't really do that as much. But um, I think that I heard from some Rabbonim, I don't know if it was Rabbi Stanberg, that uh, it's, a, it's a scary thing to ask a, a bar mitzvah boy, you want to be Jewish? Because again, they converted as a kid. So I think Rabbi Stanberg told me, I think it was Rabbi Stanberg, I don't want to quote Rabbi Stanberg. I think I heard from a Rav that what they do is like right before he wanes, they say, You ready for your bar mitzvah? He's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, Okay. Great, that, that counts. Check. No, no getting out now. So uh, Shmuel says the same thing. You wait till she's bat mitzvah, then she has to say, I officially am happy about my Mian decision. So that's what the mission means. Ula disagrees. He says, no. Tiretikitani. Ula says, no. It's actually two different statements. Ula says like this. Beishamai, again, Beishamai holds you can only do Mian until Kedushin. After after Nisun, you can't do me in anymore. And Beishamai says you can only do me in once. So you know what that means if you put it together? A girl that's ten does me in. I just want to do the Mishnah first. A girl that's ten does me in. What is her choices? She has two choices. She could either get married again but have Nisun right away, rendering her no option for a second me because it's Nisun. Or she if she just wants to do Kedushin, she has to wait for Bar Mitzvah. Basically, we have to make sure that she doesn't put her in a situation where she could do me in a second time. So she does me in once, she could either wait till she's older than bat mitzvah to remarry, or she could remarry, but she has to do nisuin right away. Because if she does, does kedushin, then she could do me in. We don't want to me in a second time. Uh, and Ula and Shmuel said that she just uh, verbalizes that she agrees with her original lashon. So the Gemara says, Bishleim Ula Kasha. The Gemara says the Misha doesn't really sound like Shmuel because according to Shmuel, when she gets older, right, she does me in, and then when she becomes bat mitzvah, she has to acknowledge that she agrees. The lashon is tagdil v'timoin v'tinase. It should be v'timoin v'toimar. It should say that she's speaking. She's not getting remarried. She's just acknowledging. Okay, let's finish up. Let's do the next Mishnah. Um, what type of marriage does Mian apply to? So ezuhi ketana shetzuch l'mayin kol shesei ima ve'achila daita. It has to be that her brothers or her mother marry her off, and she has to have, have wanted to get married. If she's not interested in getting married, then she doesn't need me, and she walks away. She doesn't need me at all. It was never a marriage, even rabbinically. Meaning, um, Let's say also another age. What are, what are the ages? Let's say it's disgusting. Let's say they marry off a five-year-old. Do you think you need me in for that? No. As if she's not old enough to, 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 to take care of valuable items, then it's not a marriage at all, uh, under any circumstance. One more concept. Rav Lezer has an interesting take in that he says, even if she marries rabbinically by her mother and her brother Midas, so she's fully married. She's 11 years old. She could do mean. Until that point, it's not a real marriage. It's a rabbinic marriage regarding certain things, but she's not really married. Meaning, let's say she married a Kayan. Could she eat truma? No. Any marriage that can be undone is not a real marriage in certain regards. So in certain regards, it's a marriage, but in certain regards, it is not. And therefore, if she married 
if she married a coin, she cannot eat chuma. But the opposite, if she's a bas coin who, who did this to Yisrael, she can continue eating chuma because she's not married to him. That's Rav Lazar's take. Rav Lazar ben Yaakov, I'm a kol ikva shehim in a ish kilu ishtoi, kol ikva shehim in a ish kilu in a ishtoi. It's a similar lashon that any time she could end the marriage, um, then then they're not considered married halachically regarding other regards, and if not, not. All right, we'll we'll pick so it up. This it seems like uh, if she uh, if she does mimer, 